Hello, Ben. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good. Well. good. I'm keen to hear your review for The Whale. Oh, yeah. This is a film that we're going to be talking about a bit in the next couple of months to come because Brendan Fraser, who was a 90s heartthrob, mm. uh, like he burst onto the scene in 1992, seems like a long time ago now, mm. in Encino Man. Do you remember that movie? Yes, Where he played a defrosted caveman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that film was also notable for uh, for giving us Paulie Shaw. Like, mm. Paulie Shaw was yeah. a thing that actually happened in the 90s. It's mm. hard to believe now. I know. Um, and, uh, and Sean Astin as well was yes. in that film before yeah. everybody realised he was actually a hobbit. Uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, so and, and, and Brendan Fraser, though, was the real star of that movie. And he was able to kind of leverage the success of that film into a whole bunch of leading roles in films in the 90s and noughties, films like George of the Jungle, yeah. which people loved him in that one. He was good um, with his shirt off. Great with his shirt off, Brendan mm. Fraser. Uh, the tree. Mummy, mm. the Mummy the franchise. Mummy was the big one right. that I think of. He did yeah. three of those yeah. Mummy they movies. Were, they were good. Bedazzled. Yeah. Oh, Bedazzled. Yeah. Right. Don't forget Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah. Is that um, Warnie's ex-girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Liz Hurley was, was in that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, uh, but The Mummy was huge. The Mummy yeah. also, of course, gave us Dwayne Johnson. Would we have The Rock, the Rock. if it wasn't for The Mummy mm. Returns when Maybe he played not. the Scorpion King? Yeah. Some of the worst CGI you'll ever see has not mm. aged well. No. Anyway, and so then for a number of reasons, some of them not not really fantastic, Brendan Fraser's career Brendan Fraser's career took a bit of a downturn over the past 10 years or so. Um, uh, and he had dealt with a lot of stuff in his own personal life, a yeah. divorce, um, some, um, some uh, you know, child custody stuff as well. Uh, and so he's kind of dropped off the radar life completely. Happened. Life happened. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then he was cast uh, by Darren Aronofsky, who of course is the director behind sort of really sort of darkly psychological films like Love Black Darren Swan um, and Mother and Requiem for a Dream. The Fountain. Um, that is yeah, such yeah, a the good Fountain, movie. The Wrestler. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. he makes pretty serious films. Yep. Um, and f- for years he'd been looking for somebody to play this morbidly obese teacher mm. um, right. named Charlie in an adaptation of a stage play called The Whale that was written by a dude named Samuel D. Hunter. Okay. Couldn't find the right actor to play this role. Mm. Um, and then realised that, hey, you know what, Brendan Fraser is the dude cast him um, to play Charlie uh, and it has just proven to be like capturing lightning in a bottle. Right. Uh, for Brendan Fraser, certainly, um, he, he's been getting standing ovations at film festivals around mm. the world. He mm. got like a six-minute standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival and there was that footage that, that leaked online of him in tears, yeah. Uh, yeah. At, just overcome with the emotion of it all. Yeah. Um, and then uh, last month, he was nominated for his very first Academy Award mm-hmm. uh, as Best Actor for his performance. Um, and so we're going to be talking about Brendan Fraser a lot. It's a huge, huge Comeback. It's an yeah. amazing story. Um, the film itself, he seems though, seems like a nice guy. Too. So it's one of those couldn't have happened week. to a oh, nicer you? guy spoke stories. Week. Yeah, and, you know, he's. I kind of made him cry. Oh, did you really? Uh, he's he's very got, sounds like he's easy to he's cry. He's a very sensitive dude. Didn't <laughs> take much. In, I was just like, in a, in a good Brendan, way? it's Ben from Perth. <laughs> 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 well, you do have that effect. <laughs> he's, he's caught up in the moment, isn't he? No, yeah. he's a very, very sensitive dude. Yeah. Um, very thoughtful. Very interesting to talk to. Um, the film itself, so yeah. it's about it's about this character, Charlie, who's housebound because like he weighs like 300 kilos. Like He's right. a really morbidly mm-hmm. obese guy yep. and who's gone through some personal trauma in his life and has basically decided that he's going to eat himself to death. So it's pretty pretty tragic. Tale. Um, he he teaches online, so he doesn't have to he doesn't have to go into the class anymore. Uh, and he has the little webcam turned off, so his students don't have to look at him. So it's a really sad story. Um, and, and the only person who's really there to look after him is his best mate um, Liz, who's a nurse and has been his longtime friend uh, and is the sister of his uh, his partner who died, which is the cause of this trauma. Right. Um, okay. And and she realizes that his kind of days are numbered. All she can really do is kind of offer him companionship and a bit of comfort. 
um, in his sort of final days on Earth. But he has one important ta- task to do before he goes, which is to reconnect with his estranged daughter, uh, who's played by Sadie Sink from Stranger from Things. Stranger oh, right. Things. Uh, so yeah, yeah who's, okay. who's who's pretty good in this as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, Liz is played by Hong Chow, who's a great uh, Chinese American actress, and she was nominated for an Oscar as well for her role in this film. She's okay. really okay. really great. Um, and so the film is about how he goes about reconnecting with his daughter, who finds him like disgusting and is angry with him for abandoning uh, her mother um, when she was just a little baby. Um, and and interestingly, like Aronofsky takes a sort of a, str- a interesting approach when it comes to this film. Like he he's a guy who kind of uses what we call body horror when it comes to film. So like mm. using the human body to create kind of like you know sort of horrific scenes that really put the audience on edge. Yeah. So in Black yep. Swan, it was Natalie Portman like pulling feather oh, yes. quills yeah. out of her skin, and, yeah. and so in this film, he does it as well with with sort of like the Charlie's sort of obesity. Uh, and there are times when it's kind of like really overwhelming and terrifying to see this kind of like hulking figure mm. um, on screen. Um, and, and so for me, maybe that didn't really help the audience have empathy and sympathy for the character. It kind of turned him into a bit of a monster, oh, okay. which I don't know if I, I'm really down with the morality of that. Mm. Um, but but Brennan Fraser's performance kind of brings it back and kind of grounds it in this like humanity mm. that I think is really hard to turn away from. He had to he had to put on 120 kilos of prosthetics uh, to play the 300 wow. kilo uh, Charlie. Uh, it was an incredible uh, amount of special effects involved. Like mm. none, none of it was digital. It was all analog special effects. So mm. like the director had to come in between takes and kind of move parts of him into place. So uh, it was wow. very, very strange. That is hard work. The way they went about making this movie. Um, But the other problem for me with it is because it's based on this stage play, at times some scenes feel like they probably would work better on a stage than they do on this in a cinema, right. mm-hmm. uh, and so it's like it kind of takes you away from the reality of cinema, uh, and it makes you think, okay, it's kind of a bit contrived at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's just such an impressive performance from Brendan Fraser. Like he is absolutely amazing, and you'd have to say he's the favourite for the Oscar at this point based okay. on this. Yeah, we're just talking about that. What we? are you giving mm. the whale? Yeah, it's, it's not perfect. It's got some problems. But okay. I think for Brennan Fraser's performance and Hong Chao's performance alone, uh, I'm going to give this one three and a half stars. Definitely okay. worth a look. Not, definitely not easy to watch, but and worth a yeah. look. He was a source of ridicule uh, for a while, wasn't he, yeah. Brendan Fraser? So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you your thoughts on the Oscar because this is a really mm. tough year, you'd agree, to be nominated for the Men's Award yeah. because you've got uh, Colin Farrell. Yep. Yep, Austin, Austin performance. Butler, great yeah. performance, and yeah. Brendan Fraser, and so far they've all won an award yeah. for their performances. Uh, so you, you're going, battle. you're going, Brendan. Yeah, I, th- I just think that the the comeback story I mm. think is a very powerful yep. in the minds of the voters and the Oscar voters. That's yep. true. Um, it's not doesn't come. It's down not just, just it's not the, just come down to the performance. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. like I think uh, Austin Butler would have a red hot chance They'd in any love other year. A comeback story, um, but a comeback yeah, story, the narrative around Brendan Fraser. They want tears on the podium, especially a guy who's never he sort of ridiculed for a while, but also a guy who's never really been a chance and a nice guy who, yeah. Love, so. Can I okay. ask you something else? Yeah. But, you know, talking about the podium mm. and Oscars night, Kate Blanchett, yeah, yeah. Um, nominated, of course. She's been very lippy lately. Yeah, about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a strange about way. About how, you know, we shouldn't get awards. You should just say, you know, that mm. we're all wonderful. Yeah, well, she was equal. quite happy to hold that award <laughs> above her head and say, I'm off. <laughs> and I'm sure put it on the mantelpiece. Yeah, put it on the mantelpiece. If she won the Oscar, and I think she's probably very likely, it's not, as, it's not as tough in the women's category this year as it is in the men's. What do you... What do you think she should do? Do you think she should put her Oscar where her mouth is or? Yeah, give it back. Well, you know, I actually back. think, here's a conspiracy theory yep. for you, you that she has already won a couple of Oscars. She's won pretty much everything. She, yeah. And, that yeah. She, and, and she's the sort of person who I think doesn't necessarily want to keep on winning awards. She does want to generally yeah. share it around. Right. Yeah. And so maybe 
She was deliberately trying to encourage Oscar voters to give it to Michelle Yeoh instead. Oh, Do you, you think, think so? I think it's possible. Okay. I think it's definitely uh, possible. Or well, maybe on the night she'll do a Marlon Brando and send a Native American to collect for her. Yeah, because she doesn't like seem to want it. So. No. no and doesn't. Michelle Yeoh definitely deserves it. But she took she it. Wonderful. She did. Yeah, yeah, she took it home. Oh. And that's a big mantelpiece she's got yes. now, Kate. It's going to be an interesting Oscars night. Thank Thanks, you, Ben. ben. Thanks, Talk guys. To you next week. See ya. Ben O'Shea returns next week and we'll work out which Oscar nominee he made cry. <laughs>